Hey, welcome to another edition of the Hammer High School Sports Podcast. I'm Jared Chesilaitis. Uh, exciting week of sectional football. All five teams in action this week. One of them playing on Saturday. So we're going to talk to all your coaches. Plus, uh, as we're recording this here, uh, it's uh, Central Catholic Girls Soccer playing for a state championship uh, Friday at 6 against uh, Park Tudor. So Central Catholic has moved that game on to uh, Saturday, their, uh, their sectional game against uh, Clinton Prairie. So uh, I think that's pretty awesome. We're actually going to get a chance to talk to Carson Cherry of those uh, CC girls soccer team uh, here in just a little bit. So, uh, again, all five of your coaches uh, on the program this week as well as Carson. Uh, but don't forget, we're sponsored by The Athlete, your specialist in team equipment and uniforms since 1978. Go talk to my buddy Joe over there at the athlete because uh, they are going to get you taken care of. Uh, absolutely. They always do such a great job when I go over there. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, start out uh, our podcast here by chatting it up with Terry Peebles. Coach, we talked to you last week. You felt like you had a, a good plan with the bye week and, and fall break and all that stuff. So kind of give me a rundown of, of how you uh, thought that all went for you last week. Well, I, I think it went very well. Uh, you know, we we wanted to go uh, pretty light on the guys. Uh, so for practice last week, uh, we had a workout on Tuesday. Uh, we had uh, padded practice on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, but out of the, there was a nine day stretch there where we only practiced three out of the nine days. So uh, gave our kids a lot of time off to to kind of heal up and, and recharge their batteries. Uh, Monday night we we got back after it with another workout and. Uh, you know, right now things uh, things look great. Uh, the kids did a good job of healing up a little bit. Uh, I'm assuming they they stayed off their feet, did a good job because, uh, like I said, Monday's workout was great. The enthusiasm was there, uh, so we're really excited to uh, continue the work week and and uh, and try and get a, a sectional semifinal uh, game under our belt here on Friday. You know, you guys have that five-game win streak, the first one you've had since 1995. And, of course, you had this bye week here. So how do you how do you hold on to that momentum when you're trying to give guys a little bit of rest um, and, and you've got to change things up because of the bye year? How, how do you hold on to that momentum? Well, you, you hope they just keep working when you ask them to work, and they've done that so far. Uh, you know, everything we've asked of them pretty much all year, they've, they, they've come through uh, and done what they were supposed to do. Uh, I think that's a testament to the leadership of the captains. You know, Seth Christman and Jacob Kane and Quentin Wood and uh, Jake Smith are, are great leaders, uh, really good kids. Uh, so I, I think, uh, you know, a lot of it is a testament to them. And like I said, just their enthusiasm uh, before workouts or practice starts, I think, helps a lot. It gets kids focused. Uh, you can tell the kids are having fun uh, when, when they're at practice, which uh, some years isn't the case. Uh, but but this year they've they've done a great job with that. So um, you know hopefully we haven't lost any momentum. Uh, but uh, I guess we won't know until uh, until the ball's kicked at seven on Friday. How do they? I mean this is this is one of the most successful uh, Harrison teams that you guys have had there since I think back into the mid '90s. So uh, how are your kids managing that success? Well, none of them were alive. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think that's consciously on their mind. Um, you know, obviously in the early 2000s, uh, we, we had a couple solid football teams, but, but there was also uh, some years where we didn't do real well. Um, they, this team now is, is not really been a part of that. Uh, you know, since, since our seniors have been in high school, they've been a part of a, uh, 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 excuse me, a conference championship as, as freshmen. 
Uh, they were sectional champions as junior, and, uh, you know, we're looking to try and, and repeat that. So we're, we're excited about uh, th- this sectional matchup on Friday. And then uh, if we can get through that, you know, th- there's a good chance that, well, we know we're going to be playing one of our conference uh, foes that, that, that are always tough. Kokomo's uh, always a thorn in our side. And then obviously if we have the chance to get McCutcheon, uh, you know, rivalry games uh-huh. <laughs> in November. Those those are uh, those are big big games. Those are ones you remember the rest of your life. So our, our kids are uh, our, our kids are in the now. I, I don't think they're they're in the past. So I mean, you're gonna have to play Anderson again uh, for the second time. What back on September 20th, you guys win that game 42 to nothing. What are some of the challenges in having to prepare to play a team for a second time? Because I can't think that's easy. Uh, in, in some ways it's easy because you've already broken down a lot of film. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other ways it's hard because you know what they tried to do the first time. And, and we, we had success against them the first time. So we don't know what they're going to do, but we know it's probably not going to be the exact same thing because they don't want the same outcome. So it's kind of a little bit of a guessing match on what, on what an opponent's going to do the second time you play them. Uh, but, but hopefully your kids are just well-drilled enough and, and focused enough to go out there and it, and it, it shouldn't, you know, matter. Uh, what they throw at us, uh, you know, we should be able to handle it if we just worry about us. Well, Coach, tell you what, uh, you got to like your chances here. Again, you've beaten all three teams in this sectional, but you're still going to go out there and win two of them to bring home another title. Coach Terry Peebles of the Harrison uh, uh, Raiders on with us here. They take on Anderson on the road, 7 p.m. on Friday night. Uh, Coach, hey, I always appreciate the time. Best of luck to you guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. I firmly believe that that team is on a collision course uh, with McCutcheon for the uh, sectional championship next week. But here's the thing you may not realize about McCutcheon. They take on Kokomo. This will be the third year in a row that they have played Kokomo in the regular season and in the sectional, right? And this will be the third year in a row they will go into that sectional game where they had beaten them in the regular season. What happened the last two sectional games, though? Uh, I don't think I need to remind Ken Frohager, but he was another guy that had... Uh, a bye week last week with the uh, with the fall break and everything. And uh, when we talked to him last week, he said, you know, they were going to try something he hadn't done before and give him a little bit more rest here over the weekend. Uh, so, Coach, uh, in your estimation, uh, do you like the early returns? Uh, how did that work out for the Mavericks? Well, we we gave uh, you know last week was our was our fall break. Um, so after the game against Anderson, we gave him the rest of the weekend off. Came in on Tuesday. Uh, our Tuesday was normal Monday practice, and we had you know good workouts on on, on Wednesday and Thursday, and then Friday just did a little a, a little I don't want to say scrimmage is not the right word for it, but just had a little little tempo type stuff, and uh, you know we we left on Friday and said our our kids have done a nice job. It's good for our staff too because we got to try a couple things that, that we that we wanted to try and and you know whether we liked them or didn't like them, we had a chance to put those in and take them out. So um, we were we were very pleased with it. Now. You know whether it works or not, we'll have, we'll find out here coming up. But uh, we were very pleased with what we did last week. Yeah, it just seems like uh, death taxes and McCutcheon playing Kokomo for a second time uh, in the sectional kickoff here. Uh, it just it's it's kind of odd that it's happened the last what uh, two seasons, the third season in a row now that you right. guys will have played Kokomo and right. then had to play them there in the uh, in the sectional. So talk a little bit about uh, what what are the difficulties uh, in trying to beat a team for a second time in a season. Uh, especially one that you guys really haven't played since what the uh, the middle of September. So uh, a lot transpires between now and then. What what are the big difficulties in trying to beat a team twice in a season? 
Well, just just in terms of talking about Kokomo, first of all, I mean, very very athletic. Um, you know, they've they've got guys on their on their field that we we don't have in our school. I mean, they're they're two outside linebackers, six three, two hundred twenty five pounds, just good looking kids. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, talking just before we talk about beating somebody twice. I mean, Kokomo is very very athletic and. and uh, uh, that, that's that, that's shown to be a problem the last couple of years. I mean, they they threw the ball over our head last year four times for touchdowns, and and that turned turned out to be the winning winning combination. So, so we worked hard on that this week, and and then you know I don't I don't care what age group it is. You know, once you've beaten somebody once, and a coach said, hey, look, they're much improved. You know, share coach. We you know we beat them we beat them handily the first time, and uh, last year, for instance, I think they had six turnovers when we played them there. It was a, it was a rainy night. Um, and then they came back and, like I say, threw the ball over our head several times. Uh, you know, I don't know. You know, again, we we still still focus on McCutcheon. We you know we've got to get better at the things we're trying to do. And uh, Kokomo just happens to be the next person up. But but you can also tell. I mean, and it's not like the kids don't know it. I mean, you, right. you, the the last two seasons you guys have beaten Kokomo there during the regular season, but then it just it has not worked out at home for you guys right. uh, against right. them. So. I got to think that's not something that you really need to beat them over the head with. Like, hey, listen, uh, you know, we're, we focus on McCutcheon, but you don't take care of business, and right. uh, this is exactly what happens. They should know right. that by now, right? Yeah, absolutely. We we talk about that every week. So, I mean, that's you know, that's uh, uh, again, our, our focus all year long has been you know trying trying to make sure we're doing it as well as we can do the things we're supposed to be doing. And and, and I don't say we talk very little, but I mean, we 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 have a game plan set for each week for for the schools coming in and. You know, Cook the same thing. We've we've talked about what we need to improve on, what we think we need to need to do better in, in sectionals, and then Kokomo, uh, uh, we got to go out, we got to play the way we're capable of playing. Coach, I know you mentioned a little bit earlier uh, talking about that bye week. You guys were able maybe to put in some new stuff. You were thinking about trying and, and pull some stuff out. Maybe if it doesn't work in, in the practice and stuff. How much can you really change at this point of the season, game plan wise, uh, uh, inserting some new things? I, I got to think that it's minimal, but I could be wrong. Well, you know, different techniques of things like you know, uh, secondary wise. We you know we know we've got to get better in the secondary. We know that. Um, so we we put a couple new techniques, uh, a, a new ways of playing the same coverage, and you know sometimes we put those in. They don't we don't like them after practice, or uh, we put something else in, and we do like that for practice. So we'll work on that a little more. And um, you know you can sit and, and draw anything you want to on the board, but when you go out and practice, and actually have people run around and see what it looks like on the field. Totally different. So we put a couple things in we liked. We we, we found a couple things we, we we thought we'd like that we didn't. Um, I think we're pretty well set right now going into Monday Monday night uh, practice for the Kokomo uh, Wildcats. Coach, uh, before I let you go here, give me the one thing that McCutcheon has to do well on Friday night to beat Kokomo and uh, punch their ticket to the sectional final. We have to do. We have to take care of the ball offensively. We have to keep the ball in front of us on the defense side of the ball. I mean, bottom line, we got we got to take away big plays. We got to make them drive the field, uh, and we've got to do what we need to do offensively. Coach Ken Frohiger of your McCutcheon Mavericks. They take on Kokomo on uh, Friday night. Again, what you hear on ninety-eight point seven WASK with myself and uh, Clayton Duffy, coach. It's always a pleasure to talk football with you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for all you do for, for high school football. Thanks, coach. This is the Hammer High School Sports Podcast, and. It's being brought to you thanks to the amazing folks at The Athlete, your specialist in team equipment and uniforms since 1978, selling all high school awards, jackets, and spirit wear. The Athlete also offers game balls, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, soccer, or volleyballs, all the official sizes for your game. The Athlete, 2424 Teal Road. Uh, I love going over there and picking up new stuff, whether it's uh, I don't know, like hammer shirts or uh, high school apparel. Uh, they've always got great stuff over at The Athlete, 2424 Teal Road. 
So very excited to see uh, Central Catholic and the girls' soccer team making their way into the state championship. It absolutely smoked Boone Grove in the semi-state 9-3. to uh, A big part of that, though, was our high school athlete of the month, Carson Cherry. And uh, it was a pleasure to get to talk to her earlier this week. Check out the convo. All right, our uh, Hammer High School Athlete of the Month this month is uh, Carson Cherry, Central Catholic Soccer, uh, who's having an amazing season. As I was talking to you right now. Uh, we're getting ready for state. You guys just rolled in the uh, semi-state. So uh, first off, congratulations on winning the award this month. Thank you. Uh, describe yourself, uh, your your uh, your style as a player. How would you describe yourself as a soccer player? Well, um, I, I don't really know. I'd probably describe myself as a lot of different things, but I really try to be unselfish. When I play, because not only does it make me a better player, but I feel like it makes the people around me even better. So doing that just builds up whoever I'm playing with, and it makes us stronger as one. What makes Central Catholic soccer so special, in your opinion? Um, well, we're all just one big family, I would say, because you know seeing each other every day at a small school really helps. Um, just kind of... Getting a bigger connection with each other, bonding a lot more helps, and especially you can see that in our play. Um, yeah, just kind of being closer as one and having those connections and uh, just bonding with each other. What's that journey been like? Because you guys start the stuff, you know, over the summer, and uh, of course, I know you have like club soccer and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, talk about just uh, with Central Catholic what it's been like to start that journey there late in the summer and you're getting all the way up to this point, the lights at the end of the tunnel. One way or the other, the season's about to be over for you. So talk a little bit about what that journey has been like, uh, what, what were some of the highs and uh, what it's meant to you along the way. Well, it's been really fun. I love playing with all my friends who I get to see every day. It's just so much different from club because, you know, I see these girls every day at school and we just get to talk about our day and stuff. And it's really fun being able to win um, all these trophies we've got. Um, and just having a community around us, too, really helps. Um, and just, you know, being with each other and talking about it throughout the day and especially at practice. And it's really fun. You know, you talk about that community. One thing they did, and I mean, football's a big deal at Central Catholic. Mm -hmm. uh, it's always yeah. been. So they've actually moved that sectional game to Saturday so they can get all the fans down to see you guys uh, on that Friday to play that state championship mm -hmm. game. W what does that mean to you? I mean, th that's that's a big deal. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I honestly can't really get my mind around it still, but it's kind of all of our all us soccer girls can really talk about, like, oh, my gosh, they moved the football game and so-and-so. And just talking to all the football guys about it, they're really excited for us, and having that support is really big time, and it just gets us pumped up. Well, you know, I, I talk to Coach Brian Nay a lot, the, the football coach there. He always tells me, he's like, they are the best athletes walking the <laughs> halls. And I'm like, you might want to simmer that down. I think some of your guys might get a little upset with that, but yeah. he's 100% serious when he tells me that. Yeah, he's – I love him as a, our football coach. He just supports – all of the athletics at our school and just having that support, especially from the football team, it really gives us confidence. Carson, tell me why soccer? What made you fall in love with that sport? So, an athlete your level, you could probably do a lot of things. Uh, why is uh, soccer taking up your time right now? Well, I come from a really big basketball family and kind of volleyball's been the come up with my little sister. So I guess just playing soccer just made me a little different and, um, being able to kind of educate my family as best as I could on it uh, really kind of excites me and 
Um, having them come to my games means a lot, and I just love playing it. I love how it's so much different from all the other basics. Well, not basic, but, you know, sports that my family's played, so it's fun. So you're that daughter is what you're telling me. You're <laughs> the one that wants to stick out a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Well, i, I got to think with the amount of goals that you score, they're picking up on the lingo and how this works pretty quickly. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's get the ball to you and let you score, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. So what does it mean to you to be a Central Catholic Knight? Oh, gosh. Well, a lot... All of my family, except for my dad, went to CC. All my family on my mom's side went to CC. So it's kind of just that legacy um, going on and them telling their stories from when they were in high school comparing to my stories now. It's really fun. Um, it means a lot. And just growing up in the Catholic schools is awesome. Just having that support means a lot. And I feel like that's something you don't get everywhere. If there's a young lady that comes out, uh, younger than you, comes out to watch Central Catholic soccer and says, I, I want to be just like her, w what <laughs> advice would you give her? I'd say just keep being you. Don't let uh, you know anyone tell you you can do this or you can't do that. Um, and just be humble and stay true to what you want to do. Carson? A true, a true rebel if I've ever met one in my life. Congratulations on all the success the program's having. Thank you. Congratulations on all your success as well. Congratulations on being our high school athlete of the month. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, let's get back into football. And since we're in CC country right now, we might as well go ahead and stick with it. Coach Brian Nay, who actually ran into on Sunday in the mall of all places. I'm like, who's this guy walking around with a Jay Cutler jersey on? And I get a little bit closer. And, of course, it's uh, Coach Brian Nay. Uh, it's kind of nice to see the families out. I never get to, never get a chance to see a lot of these guys you know, in casual setting, it's always football related. So, Coach, we were out there on uh, on Friday. We watched the game against uh, Clinton Central. Great job by you guys there. Uh, unfortunately, you know, they get a couple of good plays there at the end. And that's the second week in a row you guys lose that goose egg in the last minute or so. Got to be a little bit frustrating, but, hey, survive in advance, right? Yeah, um, and, and on that play, that play actually produced our uh, our Send Me Player of the, of the Week, um, which is our highest award. Uh, I think if you, yeah, it's it's unfortunate that you give up the big run, but if you watch number twenty-eight, Cress Rodriguez, a backup defensive back, and, and his effort to to uh, to stop uh, to to make that touchdown saving tackle, I know we we end up giving up a touchdown on the very next play, um, but uh, very proud. I, I think that speaks to that speaks to the culture that these seniors have have established here. Um, and, and, you know, no, nobody was, ha you know, nobody was happy about, I know those backup, uh, those backup defensive players were not happy about giving up that late score. Um, but, uh, you know, they, 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 uh, you know, just like, you know, they, they play like, they play like they, they started the game and, uh, they have that juice when they get out there and, uh, and yeah, it's unfortunate, but, uh, but, the, you know, the, the ultimate stat that matters is the, is the W. What were your players saying, or did they realize? Because this is the first time you guys are taking on a 1A team the entire season. Uh, so now that all of a sudden you're facing 1A opponents, did uh, did your did your players feel like they noticed anything different? Um, is it like a, just maybe from a size standpoint, fact that you got way more two-way players? Uh, what was your reaction to uh, you guys playing the first 1A team on the schedule? Well, looking at uh, if you go back and just look at our schedule, we play we play so many different types of teams different styles of play from wing T to single wing to spread to, to more like Darren's a pro eye. Um, you know, I, I don't, I think that they've, they've kept their knees bent. They've been flexible all, all year. 
and really there's there's really not a whole lot you can throw at them um, that that they haven't that they haven't already seen. So th- there wasn't too much talk about any kind of major uh, you know you know major adjustment uh, playing a playing a one A opponent. Um, you know I, I I've got a lot of respect for Coach Gardner and uh, you know the Clint Central came out they they played hard. Um, you know, from from start to finish, uh, hats off to him. I know he's had a difficult year. They've they've had a you know they've had a lot of injuries that have that have negatively affected their season. And uh, I, I mean, I thought I thought that they were they were well prepared. They made some plays offensively. Uh, they were able to they were able to to make some stops defensively as well. Um, you know, it's uh, we're we're pretty we're pretty locked in and, and focused on on who it is that that's that's gonna. That we're going to see on Friday, and and uh, there really wasn't a whole lot of thought as to the 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 adjustment that that might need to be made going from a 4A opponent the week before to a to a 1A opponent. I think it's really great that uh, Clinton Prairie and uh, you guys also agreed to move your game this week to a a Saturday to help accommodate those uh, girls uh, playing the state championship for uh, soccer on uh, Friday against Park Tudor. Uh, so now with that game moved to a Saturday, I mean, you guys do have a little bit of experience uh, going back to the Rensselaer uh, Central game, having to go play on Saturday. But th- this week you actually get to prepare for that. So with the extra day of preparation, uh, h- how does that change things for you going forward this week? I mean, yeah, it just uh, it just kind of throws a little wrinkle as to what we'll do Thursday and Friday. You know, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday stay the same. Uh, we, we encourage all of our guys to get, you know, I, I, I'm going to go out to, to Fishers on, on Friday. And, yeah, yeah, hats off to, to Clint Prey for, for, you know, being open to that. I, I don't think you can ever uh, – you never take for granted, you know, uh, when, when you have a program that's in a state championship game. Um, that takes priority over, over anything else going on. Um, you know, and, and best of luck best of luck to our, uh, you know, to our girls' soccer team. Um like I like I said a few weeks ago, the, those they got the best they got the best athletes in the building walking the hallways. Um, super proud of them, and uh, you know hoping to hoping to bring bring home number twenty three for the night. So now we get this game on Saturday against uh, Clinton Prairie. The uh, Gophers are six and four on the season. Uh, don't know too much about them personally, but uh, I guarantee you, you've looked at plenty of tape on them so far. So uh, what are you picking up from them? Uh, what do they like to do, and what worries you the most? They're they're a lot like offensively. Uh, I feel like you know we're we're very similar. Uh, they want to try to make you defend fifty three and a third. You know the the width of the field, mm-hmm. um, and then and then try to try to hit you vertically as well. Um, it's a it's a it's a spread it's a spread tempo type uh, type of offense. They're 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 good at it. Um, they've got they've got playmakers on the outside. The QB can run and throw, um, and they've got some they've got some good looking cats. Um, you know, uh, on the line of scrimmage that uh, that kind of help make that thing go. They're they're athletic up front. Uh, they you know they pull and kick a lot with their with their linemen. Um, defensively, same you know same deal. They're that they, they they're solid inside the box. Um, it's an even four down uh, four down defense. Uh, their linebackers uh, in the box make a lot of plays, and they have those same they have those same athletes uh, in the at the third level who are able to. Uh, you know who are able to to range and, and and make plays defensively on the back end. Uh, you know we got to come ready to play because you know we, we know the we know we have a lot of respect for for them and what they do in their style of play from what we've seen on film. And uh, yeah, we better have 
you know, we better we better come ready to play on Saturday night because we know that they're gonna they're gonna come and, and have some for us. Man, big weekend for Central Catholic Athletics with the uh, Soccer State Championship on Friday. This uh, sectional semifinal here on uh, Saturday against Clinton Prairie coach Brian Nay of the CC Knights. Coach, you know I always appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. Everything you do for uh, Lafayette High School Athletics, it's, it's amazing. And finally, let's talk to Shane Fry, Westside Red Devils. They get a big win over Hamilton Heights for the uh, second time this season, 52-7. to uh, They beat them 56-7 back in September. So uh, they've got a matchup with Garen Catholic. Did not play them during the regular season, but Garen did have a couple of common opponents uh, with Westside. So, Coach, before we get into all that stuff, let's go back to last week, and I know you needed a bounce-back performance after the loss to Lewis Cass uh, the week before. So uh, 52-7 to would seem to insinuate that you got that bounce-back, but I know you're a bit more critical, and, and you're there. You're breaking down the film. So what was your evaluation of your team's performance last week in that opening round? It was round? good. Um, even more impressive than, than the game was the week of practice we had. I, I felt like it was the best week of practice we'd had um, probably the entire season. Um much more focused, uh, lots of energy, and uh, it was just a, a good week. And then, uh, you know, normally that happens when you, when you have a week like that in practice. It, it shows up on the field on Friday night, and, and that's what happened Friday night. So you guys are going to uh, hit the road again here. looks like you probably have to hit the road a third time if you win here on uh, Friday, but uh, one game at a time, and uh, this week it's Garen. Uh, they they like uh, my understanding is they like to run that uh, power eye. Is there when you're when you're watching video? Does that equate out to any other opponent that you had this season? Do you feel like they're similar to anybody you faced? McCutcheon, um, you know that's that's what jumped off the screen at us right away. Uh, maybe more so the McCutcheon of like 2014, 15, 16, where um, you know they were under center most of the time and, and really had that uh, you know that that running back that kind of carried the load for their offense mm -hmm. um, because. You know, it seemed like uh, whenever McCutcheon ha had that type of guy and they have that big, strong O-line just like Garen, um, they also could get you with the pass um, just because you're, you're focusing so much on the run. And that's that's what Garen Catholic reminds us of. Um, you know, great offensive line, uh, maybe uh, the best running back or close to the best running back we've seen this year. And then, you know, pair that with a, a very capable quarterback uh, who can run the ball and throw the ball, and they're, they're a dangerous team. When you're preparing for a team like this, um, obviously we talked uh, we talked about having to beat the same team twice in a season and the difficulty about that. But now you're facing a team, but you you guys don't face each other in the regular season. But you do have a few common opponents. Uh, you brought up one in in McCutcheon. Does it make it uh, any easier to prepare for a team like that, knowing that they've played some common opponents like you? Can you take anything from those matchups, and uh, does that help you in any way, shape, or form? I think uh, normally you could. However, um, you know, their games against McCutcheon and Central Catholic were at the very beginning of the year, mm -hmm. uh, and they've changed a lot since everybody has. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, you're not learning much um, off of a score or, or an opponent or anything in weeks one and two um, now that we're in week 11. So uh, it, it is different, um, but we love it. I mean, we, you know, coaches were talking the other day and some of the players, we love going to new places. We love playing new teams. It's fun. It's That's what the playoffs are about in Indiana, and, you know, we get a chance to do that on Friday night, go to a school we've never been to, um, play it. You know, we've got a, a long history at West Lafayette High School, and, and to never have played this team, you know, they haven't been a school forever, but um, it's always cool to play somebody for the first time. Yeah, I always love getting to go to new places, uh, meet new people, see new fields. Uh, usually it works out good, although uh, some of those 1A uh, schools I've had to go to in the uh, past, I, I, I miss your guys' press box in instances like that. But um, 
so, so you guys will make that trip down. I just got to thinking about how much you guys have traveled in the past. I mean, you guys have taken, especially like the regional stuff. I had to have to go up past like Fort Wayne. It was that year we had to go past uh, Leo and stuff. Uh, you guys have had to go up north to what South Bend a couple of times here to travel. So with all that experience, does it make it easier when you're looking at the possibility of having to travel three straight games for the sectional? Uh, I think so. You know, we're we're in a routine, and and you know, we the the good thing about playing on the road, other than you know, it's being a new opponent, new place, it's fun. Um, it seems like you don't have to wait as long for the game to get here because on Friday our guys want to play. You know, they wake mm-hmm. up and come to school at seven a.m. and they're ready to play football. Well, you, you gotta you gotta hold it. You, you gotta you know stay calm, and, and then you know us being able to get out of school and get right on the bus, it feels like now we're in game mode. Where if you're at home. Uh, you've got a couple hours of what are, what are we going to do after school? Um, so we like it in that sense. Uh, it kind of it makes it feel like the game gets here a little quicker on Fridays. Um, and yeah, we we have we've traveled to a lot of different places. Um, we feel like we've got a good routine, and and uh, you know I hope our fans make it make the trip, um, and and we have a good crowd there Friday night. So give me uh, an area or a, a statistic, uh, some kind of battle here that you guys have to win on Friday night for you guys to advance the sectional final. We have to contain their running back. Um, he's, you know, he averages almost 30 carries a game. Uh, he gets over 100, over 200 some games. Um, we've got to slow him down. We, we've got to make them earn it. Um, you know, and then the, so the complete run game, because, yeah, he is a really good running back, but the quarterback can also get loose on you, really fast kid. Um, so we've got to, defensively, we really, really have to stop their run game. Shane Fry, the West Side Red Devils, heading down to Guerin over on a Friday, trying to make it into a yet another sectional final. Coach, I always appreciate the time. Thank you. All right, thanks a lot for having me on. Appreciate it. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the Hammer High School Sports Podcast. As always, thank you for listening. And thanks you to our sponsors, The Athlete, uh, for uh, making this thing all possible. We'll be back again next Wednesday with another edition. We'll see you then.